0: December the 20th, 2023, 1st Samuel, chapter 20, positioning. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. You indeed are an awesome God. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just, with all things being relational. Father God, we thank you this morning. Thank you for another day that you've awakened us, given us the opportunity to lay before you, to bask in your presence, to receive this day our daily bread. We honor you, Father God. We exalt your holy name, knowing that beside you, there is no other. You indeed, hallelujah, you indeed are God. And we love you this day and forevermore. In Jesus' precious name. And family, I thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. you allowed me to be in position with you as you hear this day from the Lord, our God. Yesterday, our daily bread was the guiding hand of God. Today is a continuation of God's sovereignty called positioning. Holy Spirit, have your way. 1 Samuel chapter 20, Positioning. Then David fled from Nioth in Ramah, and came and said before Jonathan, What have I done? What is my guilt, and what is my sin before your father that he seeks my life? And he said to him, Far from it, you shall not die. Behold, my father does nothing, either great or small, without disclosing it to me. And why should my father hide this from me? It is not so. But David vowed again, saying, Your father knows well that I have found favor in your eyes. And he thinks, Do not let Jonathan know this, lest he be grieved. But truly, as the Lord lives, and as your soul lives, there is but a step between me and death. Then Jonathan said to David, Whatever you say, I will do for you. David said to Jonathan, Behold! Tomorrow is the new moon, and I should not fail to sit at table with the king, but let me go, that I may hide myself in the field till the third day at evening. If your father misses me at all, then say, David earnestly asks leave of me to run to Bethlehem, his city, for there is a yearly sacrifice there for all the clan. If he says, Good, it will be well with your servant, but if he is angry, then know that harm is determined by him. Therefore, deal kindly with your servant, for you have brought your servant into a covenant of the Lord with you. But if there is guilt in me, kill me yourself, for why should you bring me to your father? And Jonathan said, Far be it from you. If I knew that it was determined by my father that harm should come to you, would I not tell you? Then David said to Jonathan, Who will tell me if your father's answer is roughly toward me? And Jonathan said to David, Come, let us go out into the field. So they both went out into the field. And Jonathan said to David, The Lord, the God of Israel, be witness. When I have sounded out my father about this time tomorrow or the third day, behold, if he is well disposed toward David, shall I not then send and disclose it to you? But should it please my father to do you harm, the Lord do so to Jonathan, and more also, if I do not disclose it to you and send you away, that you may go in safety. May the Lord be with you, as he has been with my father. If I am still alive, show me the steadfast love of the Lord, that I may not die, and do not cut off your steadfast love from my house forever when the Lord cuts off every one of the enemies of David from the face of the earth. And Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David, saying, May the Lord take vengeance on David's enemies. And Jonathan made David swear again by his love for him, for he loved him as he loved his own soul. Then Jonathan said to him, Tomorrow is the new moon, and you will be missed because your seat will be empty. On the third day, go down quickly to the place where you hid yourself when the matter was in hand, and remain beside the stone heap. And I will shoot three arrows to the side of it, as though I shot at a mark. And behold, I will send a boy, saying, Go find the arrows. If I say to the boy, Look, the arrows are on this side of you. Take them. Then you are to come. For as the Lord lives... It is safe for you, and there is no danger. But if I say to the youth, Look, the arrows are beyond you, then go, for the Lord has sent you away. And as for the matter of which you and I have spoken, behold, the Lord is between you and me forever. So David hid himself in the field, and when the new moon came, the king sat down to eat food. The king sat on his seat, as at other times, on the seat by the wall, Jonathan sat opposite, and Abner sat by Saul's side, but David's place was empty. Yet Saul did not say anything that day, for he thought, Something has happened to him. He is not clean, surely he is not clean. But on the second day, the day after the new moon, David's place was empty, and Saul said to Jonathan his son, Why has not the son of Jesse come to the meal, either yesterday or today? Jonathan answered Saul, David earnestly asked leave of me to go to Bethlehem. He said, Let me go, for our clan holds a sacrifice in the city, and my brother has commanded me to be there. So now, if I have found favor in your eyes, let me get away and see my brothers. For this reason he has not come to the king's table. Then Saul's anger was kindled against Jonathan, and he said to him, You son of a perverse, rebellious woman! Do I not know that you have chosen the son of Jesse to your own shame, and to the shame of your mother's nakedness? For as long as the son of Jesse lives on the earth, neither you nor your kingdom shall be established. Therefore send and bring him to me, for he shall surely die." Then Jonathan answered Saul his father. Why should he be put to death? What has he done? For Saul heard his spear at, at him to strike him. So Jonathan knew that his father was determined to put, death, put David to death. And Jonathan rose from the table in fierce anger and ate no food the second day of the month. For he was grieved for David because his father had disgraced him. In the morning, Jonathan went out into the field to the appointment with David and with him a little boy. And he said to his boy, run, and find the arrows that I shoot. As the boy ran, he shot an arrow beyond him. And when the boy came to the place of the arrow that Jonathan had shot, Jonathan called after the boy and said, Is not the arrow beyond you? And Jonathan called after the boy, Hurry, be quick, do not stay. So Jonathan's boy gathered up the arrows and came to his master. But the boy knew nothing, only Jonathan and David knew the matter. And Jonathan gave his weapons to his boy and said to him, Go and carry them to the city. And as soon as the boy had gone, David rose from beside the stone heap and fell on his face to the ground and bowed three times. And they kissed one another and wept with one another, David weeping the most. Then Jonathan said to David, Go in peace, because we have sworn both of us in the name of the Lord, saying, The Lord shall be between me and you, and between my offspring and your offspring forever. And he rose and departed, and Jonathan went into the city. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for your word this morning, positioning. My Lord, my God. Wow, dear Father God, we thank you that that you are faithful and just. We are grateful for the way in which you guide our lives and orchestrate circumstances and situations to align with your foreknowledge and with your sovereignty. We acknowledge that yesterday when, when we were speaking of your guiding hand, as well as today as we are speaking on positioning, you have been at work in our lives. Howbeit at times it may be subtle or indirect to our natural eye, it is clearly visible to our spiritual eye. As we reflect on the story of Jonathan and David, we see how they formed an alliance of agreements and covenants to assure the safety of David's life and the continuation of Jonathan's lineage. This activity, Father God, we believe is for a divine purpose, and we trust that you are working in our lives in a similar way. As your children, we are assured that every moment of our lives can be used for your glory. We know that you do not waste a minute, nor do you waste any circumstance. We believe that every activity in our lives can be beneficial. And that you have created us in Christ Jesus unto good works that you have before ordained that we should walk in them. Therefore, Father God, we surrender all to you, that you may receive the honor, the praise and the glory in the mighty and majestic name of your son Jesus. We are grateful for your constant guidance and direction in our lives and we trust that you will continue to lead us in the way that we should go we love you father god we thank you for your love and your grace in the precious and mighty name of your son jesus glory glory hallelujah family do be encouraged on today allow the word of god to come alive in your spirit, in your soul. Because indeed, these words are life. The Word of God is a living organism. The Spirit of God dwells in us. And we know at times, especially during this season of love and of giving, of hope, this Christmas season, we know that some are joyous and and are glad that this time has come and they're in a position with family and Giving out gifts and loving and being with various loved ones. And there are others who are in a position of despair and, and regret and, and lost. And maybe some that are, that are homeless or, or are without loved ones. And be mindful of this family. Be mindful that we are the light, we are the salt, we are the hope of this world. And even though we may be going through our own circumstances, our own ups, our own downs, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Even myself who working at this time and and is off from school, wanting to be with my brothers, even my brother as I uh, text him on yesterday concerning our uh, men's group. There are times when we may not be where we would like to be, at times where we will be where we wanna be but be sensitive to what the Lord our God is doing in our lives in each and every moment of our life so that we may give glory and honor to the Lord our God and that we may be a blessing to those around us. Be encouraged, family. Be the light. Be the salt. And those of you, my friends, who do not clearly understand these words but are soon to understand and be family, We know that you do not understand it's because of sin. And you can be family if you confess your sins to God. Because sin has blinded us all at some point in our lives. But God said, if you confess your sins to him, he is faithful, he is just, to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If out of your mouth you call upon the name of Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead to pay the penalty, the price for your sin, You shall be saved, your eyes shall be opened, the love of God shall enter in, and you shall see things as they ought, shall taste and see that the Lord our God, He is good and worthy to be praised. And we want to walk with you, family. We love you. Indeed, we do. Grace and peace be upon you, and we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. And in the meantime, family, be a blessing to those around you.